welcome to the next episode of the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. Uh, I am Ben and I am joined as ever by... Luke. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Been busy? Uh, not really. Just working. Counting down the days till till we can get back to the stadiums and watch the football. Yeah, I think, uh, what was it, 10,000 people in some stadiums in uh, May, I think? Yeah, just in time for the playoffs, hopefully. Hopefully you can get there then, mate. Yeah. Okay, well, today, similarly to last week, we've got a bit of a challenge. Challenge Wednesday, as per usual. Um, <laughs> um, last week, we looked at the best team outside the top six, only using one player from all four, uh, all 14 clubs, not in the traditional big six. This week, we're going to look at all the teams, but specifically their goalkeepers. And we're going to rank the worst, in our opinions, to the best. We're going to look at uh, all 20 teams like starting keeper, I think, because some teams it was a bit hard to choose from because they've got a couple decent or not decent keepers. Uh, But I think it's more about we're just going to look at the starting keeper, the main keeper, especially this season-wise. Yeah, it was really tough to be fair. Cause it's it's difficult with keepers because you look at like the top keepers; they don't have a lot to do, and then yeah. and then the bottom keepers obviously concede more, but then they they're having more shots against them as well. Yeah, better um, used to uh, look good almost because of the the shit defense. Yeah, exactly. So it was really it's like there's sort of packs of sort of five keepers, I would say, like in, like in a division of the sort of like top five. Then yeah, I agree like, completely. But um, it's 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 really hard, really, because we've sort of had to throw out a couple of keepers who you could argue could be on this list. So maybe we'll talk about them it, when we come to their teams and such. But you know, we're not we're not including Kepper, we're not including uh, Dubrovka, you know, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. Um, yeah, just like some teams, like arguably better keeper. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dean Henderson, where would he go on the list? Probably, probably. Top ten, probably. Adrian. <laughs> yeah, good <on> Adrian. <laughs> but you know, like you could argue that some keepers, some teams' second keepers, better than some teams' first keeper. Yeah, definitely. But also uh, on on that point, I think th- the reason it was so hard to decide, like the bottom half, mm. was I, there's not really any bad. There's no keepers I'd say are a bad keeper. Yeah, I said this last week. I've always said it. Um, all the keepers in the league are, in my opinion, at least decent. Yeah. I think we've talked about this before, Luke. Um, I There's like three who I wouldn't want in my team. Still don't think they're bad by any means. But uh, everyone else, you know, you sort of look a bit... You know, you... Yeah, and there was a few that shot me. I, I looked at a few stats, just just like the uh, shots that they have to against them. Yeah. Um, and then their save percentage and some things really say really shocked me yeah there were keepers i thought would be right at the bottom that uh, i've boosted up a bit and also you've got to think about it's not just this season so the longevity of the keeper obviously has a part to play yeah i agree completely mate it's just uh it's very hard to do this week i struggled more this week than i did last week i think yeah. Before we get into yeah, it, how did you go about ranking it? Did you start from the bottom and go up, or did you go down? I started from the bottom, and then I got to about 14, and then started from the top. Really? And then finished it, and then changed it all over again. So I didn't really have an order in the end. See, I started from the bottom, got like 20th and 19th, and then instantly begin 
began struggling and decided to go down from the top and just have like I wrote them all down and just was like right would I rather have you 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 know yeah so yeah. I think there's definitely a few shocks in the last stages for me yes hundred percent uh, interesting to see how similar my my opinion is to yours I'm gonna write down where we put them all and see how many people we get in the same uh position on the list yeah okay right well are you ready i'm so ready you are so ready okay who have you put in last place then we'll go from i've got carl darla in 20th place really oh yeah goodness we've already we're already disagreeing (laughs) i've got I, i i didn't have initially uh but when i when i did my jiggling around i uh he ended up at the bottom of the pile. Okay. Do you want to... Why have you put him there? I just... Uh, I, I Like I said, initially, like, like these bottom few keepers, there's not a lot between them. Um, and I didn't have him there. But then I was looking at his stats. He's he's fifth in the amount of shots he has to like face a game per, per 90. So he is facing a lot of shots. But his, his save percentage isn't great. Um, and I was looking at his stats really hard to explain. It's like the saves... That you would the amount of goals you can see that's more like than the XG against you, right? And he's on minus four, which was the second worst. So he basically is conceding uh, overall four goals more than he would be expected to concede, right? Um, but yeah, like I say, all these but the bottom five, I'd say, were really interchangeable a bit. Yeah, I get you. Um, Who have you gone for? I've gone for Ramsdale. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Honestly, I think since Henderson's left, he's looking better and better, really. Uh, Especially in the the eyes of Sheffield United fans, I presume, because Ramsdale just, honestly, he's he's one of the younger keepers on the list, I'd say. But he just appears to not really have much luck. Obviously, Sheffield had an awful, like, awful start to the season. A lot of people debating whether or not they were going to, you know, have a worse season as Derby. Yeah, but I just, you know, like I just don't think he's very good at all. <laughs> I, I, I rate. I, I, I've got him in nineteenth to, to move on to the oh, next one. To the next. So it's it's not a big difference. Um, but yeah, I, I rate him. He's yeah, he's still a young keeper. Um, and I, I think he'll definitely he'll be a Premier League quality keeper in in the future, and he probably is. Yeah. Now, um, well, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised that when Sheffield United go down, that he stays only as a solid season in the Championship. Um, them bouncing straight back up, in all honesty. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think they've got a championship squad there. I wouldn't be surprised if they just went back and settled into the championship. Um, Depends what they what they do with some of the players, I guess. Like some of them, yeah, they're decent. They're decent, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, not uh, not too much difference between those two for me. And Ramsdale probably edges it on the fact that. He's, he's probably a bit younger. He's got a bit more life left in him. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's about it, really. Time will prove. Uh, well, I don't know what the phrase is, but time will show. You know. Um, all right, I'll move on to who I've put in 19th then. If yeah. you've done yours. I've gone for Alex McCarthy. <laughs> okay, yeah. This sounds a bit dodgy, I don't know. Uh, but I just, you know, he's having a... He's having an horrible time at the moment. He let nine goals in about just under a month ago. It's really not going well for the guy. But I just feel like he's 
made a lot of mistakes this season, really. And Fraser Forster looks stronger, in my opinion. Yeah, to be honest, I, I've I've got him a little bit higher, um, but I'll get to that when I'm with him. But a lot of uh, fans on the Southampton Twitter are, are calling for Forster to come in. And I don't actually think McCarthy's been that bad this season. I think he's so unlucky with the goals he's conceded. I think he's been a bit um, unlucky, yeah. Like, obviously, in that, the talking point being the 9-0 to United, United were on fire. And, you know, also, they had a player sent off. Well, they had two. I just, I don't... Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a lot, a lot of forces. And I've won. If you if you swapped in, would you be higher up the list than McCarthy? Quite possibly. Um, but that's like what we say any other week. It's 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 hard. To... It's not whether or not Forster's a better keeper than McCarthy. But he's a keeper that's got confidence at the moment. And sometimes, like when your confidence is out, your your luck just goes with it. And maybe they need a little bit of a change just to get McCarthy out of the firing line more than anything else. Yeah, I agree. Well, we will see, won't we? What Southampton do, I think they're safe. I think, well, I know they're safe. I'm fairly certain they are safe. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the transfer window. Will they hold on to him? Will they, or will they try and include Forster up until this time? I'm not sure. We'll, we'll have. To... Yeah. But Forster's been doing a better job in the FA Cup. I think he's been playing a lot. Yeah, and he, also when uh, McCarthy uh, missed a game for COVID as well, and he got a clean sheet in that one. What Forster did. Yeah. Wasn't that against someone big? Wasn't that? It? I think it might have been the Spurs. Yeah, I'm not it might sure. Have been. But um, I'm not sure. I just think I think Forster's about to look stronger, and I think McCarthy's just not having the best time at the moment. Hopefully, it can sort out because I, I think he was quite good a few seasons. Well, maybe even last season he seemed all right. Yeah. Southampton seemed well. Even even at the start of this season, he's been he was solid. Yeah, exactly. They were look very strong at the start of the season, and he was the keeper. So maybe his confidence is just gone at the moment. Yeah, and also uh, he's in my fantasy team, so I hope he picks up team, please. Right, so who should we move on to? Eighteen. Eighteen. Then who yeah. have you gone for? I've got Sam Johnstone. Sam Johnstone. Ooh, I've, I've, I've gone for Sanchez. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, the only reason I, I, I put Johnston because. He faces more shots than anybody else in the league um, and West Brom have conceded more than anybody else in the league. So he has got an almost impossible job to keep the ball out of the net. But uh, with that, his save percentage is the third worst in the league. Um, But obviously, if you're facing more shots, then the chances are it's going to be a struggle. And it's... West Brom are conceding shots from all over the pitch, so it's not a matter of they're reducing them to long-range efforts. Um, but yeah, the only thing that boosted him up a bit was his uh, like versus his XG. He's he's saving. He's got two goals in the bank basically that he, he shouldn't have conceded, but he has saved. Yeah, um, I I think like you say, I think it's fair to say that West Brom have probably one of the worst defenses in the league, if not the worst. There are yeah. times that Johnston can look, you know, very good. But I, I do think he's having a, a good season, really, for, like, the situation he's in. Like, yeah. I think he makes some very good saves. You know, he keeps West Brom in some of the games. I think um, recently they they played, who was it? Burnley, was it? Got uh, he sent yeah. off quite early. I think he was quite instrumental in, you know, keeping them in the game. I think he made some good saves. 
made a really good save from uh, Maguire header in like, the late stages of the game against United. Against um, Liverpool as well, actually, I think. He makes good late yeah. saves and sort of seems to keep West Brom. He's probably won West Brom a few points this season, I think it's fair to say. He's got a good pedigree, came from Man United before. Yeah. So. And I think he's um, at Villa as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he was on, on loan at Villa and now he's at West Brom. So, and he's one of those players that you, you could probably see um, when West Brom go down, he'll, he'll stay in the Premier yeah, someone League. Someone will snap him up as a, a second. I think better than the majority of seconds. Cough, cough, looking at you, Adrian. Just kidding. Uh, I'll I'll t- I'll say why I've put uh, Sanchez then. Yeah. Obviously, like we keep saying, no one's bad in any in any way. And so Sanchez has obviously done something right because he's flipping forced Matt Ryan out on Arsenal. Yeah. I think that's more of the reason why he's left as opposed to Arsenal needing the keeper. You know, it's sort of like he was available because of what's happened. Yeah, I think also um, they had that. They brought that Runison in sort of as a replacement, second choice keeper because um, oh. Martinez obviously went, yeah. um, and he's been really poor in the games that he's played. So I think they just needed, even though they know Ryan's not the, the best keeper in the world, he's Proof. he's a safe option. Um, mm. Even though his form wasn't great this season, as to why Sanchez got his way in, but he's he's a he's safe and. He's played in the Premier League, so if anything did happen to Leno, then he's okay in in the. States. Yeah, exactly. But I just sort of see, seem to feel like one we haven't really seen enough of Sanchez to judge. But yeah. I think Brighton have got a relatively decent defence, really. But they've yeah, got they've definitely. got Dunk, they've got White, they've got Webster, you know, Lamptey. Um, I think Bernardo still plays, does he? I don't know. I don't know. I just sort of feel like a bit underwhelming, Sanchez. Yeah, I've I've got Sanchez in seventeenth, which is next. Right. And prior to this, I, I didn't. I don't really. We like you say we haven't seen that much of him. Um, but based on his stats and his stats alone, he, he could be top half. But the only reason I've owned, I've put him seventeenth is because we like you like it's not really fair to compare him to someone who's played a whole season he, he hasn't been able to make a season's worth of mistakes because he's only played half of what everyone else has played mm. um but it, he's third in goals conceded per 90 right um which is not on on the other <laughs> not great no no i mean like third best oh, right. so that's so only uh, i think it's edison and mendy ahead right. of him uh, and then, but then on the other hand, it's because Brighton um, are not conceding a lot of shots on target. They're 18th on the amount of shots on target he's facing. So he's, that's sort of maybe why. Um, but his it's, it's save percentage is 74.4%, which is sixth in the league. So he's really come in and sort of stuck a mark of all for it. And like you say, Matt Ryan, he hasn't hadn't been great this season, but to come in and keep him up the team... Um, and have so much confidence in the short period of time that you can send him out on loan and it will still be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing something right. And I think had we done this maybe mm-hmm. at the end of the season or midway into next season, I think he'll probably be up a few more places. Yeah, I agree completely. All right. Well, you've gone for Sanchez at 16. 17, sorry. I went for Gaeta. Okay. Um, previously... I think he looks very good, but this season has been awful for him. I think 
He hasn't really been able to keep his form like he had last year. His form last year was relatively decent. Uh, 71.4% save percentage. But now it's plummeting. It's awful now. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I, all of these, so I think I'll probably 15th to 20th are probably all the same. Um, is this, so where's Guy to for you? 17th? Uh, 17th, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a bit high for me. Um, but yeah, like you said, not as good as he has been last season, but he's just signed a new deal with Palace. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, he's like one of those. He's a solid keeper. Um, Again, maybe. not bad, but, but I just think the people above him are probably better. And at the same time, you yeah. take them over him. Yeah, Talking yeah. of Palace, though, they won the other day against Brighton. <laughs> oh, one of the... It's just the story of both team seasons, really. Well, that's what I thought. At one all, you were just thinking, this is an, a shocking Palace performance. Mm-hmm. There's no energy in the team, no nothing going forward, and and it's just it's another poor performance. It's a point, but it's just so dull to watch. And then on the other hand, it was Brighton, another great performance, smashing it on the XG. But they they're not finishing the chances. It's all good having chances. You're not know, putting them in the net. And then Palace was strike late, and oh, I would hate to be a Brighton fan at the moment. As much as I'm really looking, enjoying it from the outside. Uh, like the club going forward, but it must be so frustrating week in, week out to be dominating games and not scoring And then goals. losing because of it. Yeah. But realistically, I think Brighton have had some good moments this season as well. And obviously that's down to them playing well. But... Uh... Yeah. I think there are a couple of players away from something really, really, really promising. Yeah, definitely. And even some players like Trossard is like so frustrating because he looks so quality when he's got the ball, but he just do- he just doesn't have the end product. Like it's just so frustrating to watch that he's dancing around defenders on the edge of the box or just entering the box, and then that's it. That's all yeah, he's got. 100%. Then I think it's just frustrating in one word, really. Whole team, but they're on the they're on the the, uh, the brink of something exciting. Yeah. But to be honest, they do still have to look over their shoulders because they're not they're not, not clear at the bottom bottom three. Well, I say bottom three, it's just eighteenth really they have to worry about. But yeah. Um I, I think they'll be fine, uh, no doubt. But they are not, not clear. So if they want to continue to go in the right direction, I think they just need to get a few results. Maybe I don't know, sacrifice sacrifice the good football for for a game and yeah. get a result. But just going back to the uh Gaeta, I don't think he's bad by any means. I feel like previous seasons he might have, you know, done better than he should have in some way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So his, his expectations are, have, have set himself higher than he is. Yeah. And now he's playing like not bad, but just uh, not as well as last season when he might have overperformed. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. On. What is it next? Sixteenth now. Right. Top eight now. Oh no, you haven't said who's your ninth. Sorry. Uh, ninth for me was Ariola. So oh. um, similarly to you, just a couple of places higher. Um. Right, yeah. Just keeps Fulham in games. Uh. 
fourth best save percentage in the league and for a team for uh, for a player that's got that higher save percentage um to see where the team is um like he's obviously outperforming the team in that case um yeah. so yeah that's why he's there for me um but now when when you enter the top top nine this was really the the big ones where each position was contested and one one place higher or lower is a big difference rather than us which we had like a, a bottom six and another three and then another three. But then now it's really into the big the top eight, the big boys. Well, we've got the same eight for the top eight. Yeah, so that's true. Hopefully we've got somewhat of a point when it comes to it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, who, say it's just it's, this was the hardest part for me. Uh, yeah. Who have, you, who have you gone for in eighth? In eighth, I have gone for uh, Larice. Interesting. Who have you who have you gone for? I've gone for David De Gea. Ooh. Um uh, you Yeah, to... you go. Okay. Uh similar to what you say about Pickford, I just seem to think that his concentration is just a bit rubbish, really, from a Premier League goalkeeper. Like some of the time he looks great, you know, it's, he's probably one of the better shot stoppers in the league, I'd I'd argue. Yeah. And he obviously he's won a World Cup. But I just some of the time his concentration just seems to be out the window. And he makes like a few mistakes. Like I know it's not the Prem, which is sort of what we're judging, but even against Croatia in the World Cup final, you know, the biggest match of all time, what was he thinking? Trying to run out the back. Yeah. He's just I think he like I keep saying, he's one of the better shot stoppers. And any team in the league would be pleased with him in net. But maybe he's just a victim of Spurs. Do you know, like, they've obviously got a few problems in defence at the moment, which can't help. But I just, I'm not sure what to think, really. Yeah, I, I think initially, like, the three I've got here are, are sort of in another block of three. Yeah, um, so. Of key are very good. But are prone to a bit few errors. And I think Larice maybe the limelight's on him a few a, a bit more. Um and like I say, his re, his reflex save is sometimes are absolutely fantastic and, and you see him making some worldly saves. But you do see him making some shockers as well. Um sometimes he'll he'll make a save but he'll put it straight back into into the corridor of uncertainty. Um hey. and, and yeah, so yeah I agree. Um He's he's a couple of places higher for me, um, but yeah, I, I'm not not shocked that he's there for you. But uh, De Gea, the, my reason for that, I put De Gea in seventh. So I'll help you out with this one. Okay, um, he he was higher for me, and I was thinking he's he's one, he's one of the top five surely. But looking at his stats, is it's absolutely shocking. His save percentage out of where where do you reckon his save percentage is? Um. I don't know, it's hard to say because, again, he's not played every game this season, has he? Like some keepers. So I'd say he's around mid-table. He's 19th. Really? Only Alex McCarthy has a worse save percentage than David De Gea. Wowzer. And, and just stats like that, he's he's conceding 1.1 more than his XG, which is 15th. Um, and the, sh- the shots on target that he has to face is 16th. So he's not conceding that many shots at his goal. Yeah. Um, Man United have got the thirteenth, thirteenth best, uh, or thirteenth 
worse actually, um, or either or uh, goals against them per ninety. Um, that's with it with the hair rather than Man United as a whole. But yeah, just really below what you'd expect from. I think he's ha- without his seasons at the part in the past. If you take that away, like if you get rid of the names off of here, and I'm just looking at the stats, he's he's in the bottom five in, in, for most of them. Yeah. Um, it's it's only because it, I can see that the name De Gea is next to it, and I know what he's done in the past. That he, he's anywhere up there. If you were to ask somebody who's been in a coma for four years, well, like for a few years, sorry, who's who's the best keeper in the league? They'd say De Gea. Yeah, like a couple. And then if you watched him now and without any prior knowledge, you, he'd be the complete opposite. He is without a doubt one of the most howler-prone goalkeepers in the league at the moment. Like you know. All the memes you see of him tend to be because he's made a howler, you know. Yeah, I, I, I just think as well. It's a fumes that even since he's since he came into United, he's never been the most commanding of goalkeepers. No. There's been many times where he should have come for crosses and he hasn't done. And they're not classes mistakes, but it's just you want a keeper behind you that's just going to come for absolutely everything, and you know about it. And he never has had that. And and I thought against West Brom for the first goal, Lindelof was was beaten by Dania, but De Gea was shaky, sort of came for it and then went back again. He's hesitant a lot of the time. Yeah. And when you're lacking in confidence, that just gets worse. Yeah. He's also also been kept out of the team a couple of times by Henderson. You know, a few months back, people were arguing, should Henderson be the starter keeper? Um, yeah, well, Ollie goes out to the to the media and says that his place isn't cemented and he doesn't say that unless his place isn't cemented. So, yeah. I think De Gea is probably one of the best keepers ever to grace the league, but he might be on the decline at the moment. Yeah. In those few seasons ago, he was he was like that one of those keepers. He was keeping Man United in games. I think he got player of the season, the season or one for Man United one yeah. a couple of times maybe. But yeah, in recent form uh, despite making a few howl we're well, making howlers now and then, he does sometimes make saves and you just go how have you done that then? Yeah, that is true. What's gone through your mind to get you there? You know, yeah, he's mental, but so and all this. I don't. Know. So De Gea is where for you? Seventh. You seventh. Yeah. Who have you gone for? Seventh. I've got Leno in seven. Right. Okay. Um, and then, and then Larice in six. Right, that's good because I've got Leno in six. <laughs> so okay, we're we're really making a lot of mi- mini tables out of all of yeah, these. So far, um, bottom six, same. Uh, then the... then we then we're another three and then or, or like another sort of six actually yeah. and now another three yeah and it also means we've got the top five yeah um but yeah all the same reasons um okay, for Larice but I just think I he has looking Larice looking sick for yeah he just his save percentage is third in the league I think um or or fourth actually um yeah but um. But yeah, I, I think he uh, he keeps Tottenham in some games, but he'll he'll throw other games away. It really is that much. But he's he's been captain there for a, a long time. Yeah, um, and there's not really ever been some talk about him leaving. Yeah, I, I think this season I thought he was worse than he was, but like I said, I think the limelight is on him more than it is for some other keepers um, because of how Tottenham have performed in recent years. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this sort of Larice Leno De Gea are, are you big players at big clubs. Um, 
that are just prone to the mistake every now and then. Um, and and I, I, if you swapped any of them around, would it make that much of a difference? Maybe not, unless De Gea gets back to his world-beating form that he had a few years ago. Yeah, I agree. I think I think these three, Leno, De Gea and Lloris, are all probably on a, the same level. I think yeah. De Gea, in, like, if you were to take their... If you were to... They've all retired and say who's the best, you'd say De Gea without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, well, De Gea is the only one that's ever been the best goalkeeper in the world at some point in his career. Yeah. Uh, I think Leno's on the rise at the moment, as opposed to the fall. Like when Arsenal signed him, people thought, but well, they didn't think wrong, but you know, like I think when Arsenal signed him, people would say they'd rather have Lloris than Leno. Um, But Leno's sort of getting better or getting to the prime. Whereas Lloris just seems to have been stable the entire time, in my opinion. Like he's yeah. been good, but he's never been the best. Yeah, yeah. And, and you can, there's only one way from the top, and that's down, which is what's happened to De Gea, sadly. Because yeah. still, I do quite like him, and that's me saying that a Liverpool fan. <laughs> but then again, all three of these teams, you, you put them, put them with a. Uh, the, the Liverpool defence from last season or the Man City defence from this season. Yeah. And we probably consider them the best free keepers in the league, but it's only because um, their, their defence is... Shaky. Given them, more, them more chance to make mistakes. Yeah. That, that they're probably down there because like when, when De Gea was world-beaten, then there was nobody better. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure if Leno and Lloris had solid defences in front of them, uh, they would probably be right up there as well. Like none of the teams that have they have in front of them, uh, sorry, none of the defenses that their teams have in front of them are as good as you know Liverpool, Man City, like you say, of recent years. And I think it's you know Arsenal are sorting their club out at the moment. They've they're having a bit of a transition stage, I'd say. I think you could argue Tottenham yeah. are as well. Uh, yeah, you'd say Tottenham uh, either it's difficult to figure out if they've just come to the end of their big chance to win a trophy or it's still they're still just about reaching the top. Yeah. And I think obviously United are on the up after some recent or the past few seasons after uh Ferguson retired. I think they're yeah. probably getting probably the best they've been since he's Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's hard to say. They look more exciting than they did with Jose, 100%. Yeah. But they did finish second with Jose, so can't knock it. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, top... on to our top five. Okie dokie. Um, there was a few in here. I, I'm not even sure I'm, I'm 100% certain on my top five. I'm going to say it was more, tough. just in case people don't know who they are. Uh, I'll do them in in alphabetical order of teams. So it's Martinez, Hope, Schmeichel, Allison, and Edison. Yeah. If you weren't um, Which I, I... Yeah, yeah. I think you could maybe argue the three behind them would sneak into it, uh, especially for these... I don't know who you've got, but my fifth place is uh, Martinez. Really? Yeah. Um, this was tough. Um <laughs> Looking at Martinez's stats, it was so hard to not put him higher. In my head, I just like just from watching games, it's it's just sort of a matter of opinion. I think 
the hype around him is higher than what it should be. And, and I'm still saying he's had an absolute class season. One of the signings of the seasons. Seasons? Seasons. Um, and all of his stats are absolutely incredible considering Villa concede the fourth most amount of shots per 90. So he's conceding a lot of shots and his save percentage is third in the league with 78.6%. Um, and and in, ter- in terms of how many shots he's saving versus how many goals he conceded, he's second with 6.7. Like 6.7 goals should have gone in that haven't overall. Right. Which is just mental. And he, he's one of those keepers. Like that game against Brighton, which was nil-nil, Villa never get a point with uh, Pickford in goal because he. Some of the saves aren't strong all the time, but he very rare. He's made one mistake leading to a goal so far this season. Yeah. Um, but the, with the amount of shots on it on his goal, then that's absolutely to be expected. Um, and he, yeah, really shocked me after coming from Arsenal because he had a strong end to the season last year, but I still didn't know if he could put that for a whole season. Um. And if he had been performing at this at this level, if he continues it for another three, four years, then no, no doubt about it, he's, he's top two, top three. Yeah. But it's only because I've only seen it for probably coming onto it about a season now since he joined from Arsenal, uh, since since he started playing for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and that's the only reason he's fifth and not in the, the top four, three, two, or even the best, if he can play this well for a longer period of time. I'll admit that when uh, towards the end of last season, after Leno was he injured, wasn't he? Uh, yeah. After they had brought Martinez in, and I think up until obviously he signed for Villa, I sort of thought like you, like it's a bit of a hype train. People are just jumping on it because you know Arsenal haven't been as bad as they looked earlier in the season. You know they beat some big teams toward the end of last season. They obviously won the FA Cup as well. Um, yeah. But since he's come to Villa and had like you know the probably I don't know if it's a weaker defense than Arsenal you probably say it is I don't know yeah I think it I think the I think uh, Arsenal have got one of the better defensive records in the league whether or not it's the best defense or just a system that helps them concede less yeah. goals uh, since um, he's had what concert Mings cash target in front of him he really yeah. making villa I think honestly I do think he's one of the more exciting signings to watch in the prem like it was when when he signed for Villa, everybody was going crazy because he was like, what, ten mil they signed him for? Less than that, maybe. I think it was twenty, 20 mil. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. So great, but uh, you know, since he's come, they they just look mad. Really, I think he's great. I haven't put him in fifth. I've put Pope in fifth, okay. just because I'd like I'd like to see what would happen if he went to a bigger team? Like, if he was to sign, I don't think, well, I think it's fairly sure that he's not going to sign for any of the top six. They've all got a keeper, who none of which are ancient. Yeah, yeah. Unless, yeah, you'd say the Reese is the closest to the age. Moving on, even, I don't know. Arsenal seem I, I think Villa Villa have got a really good product and I think he's he's one of those like players that you just stick in there you don't have to worry about that and that, that's the position sorted like I was saying about Everton the other day with their back yes. three and he's also only 28 so he's got he's got four or five years in him really for a key at least Let's, I just sort of hope he can you know 
the Villa can keep going with him because realistically someone could come in for him. You know? Yeah. He's just been very good, Martinez. Uh, we'll come back to him later then. Uh, like I said, I've put Pope in fifth. Uh, I like Pope a lot and I, I'm on team Pope for he should start for England. Team Pope. <laughs> but um, I don't know if he's as good as the other four, really. I think on this season alone, Martinez deserves team of the season, really. Just, yeah. I think if you take everything into consideration, I say if if you say who have been the best two keepers this year, I'd probably say Pope and Martinez are the two. Yeah, I think that Martinez is different gravy to anyone in the league at the moment, though, for actually being a goalkeeper. You know, I think he's the best. Not the best in... I haven't put him first, so I won't lie. But I think this season alone, he's probably been the keeper who has achieved the most individually and for their teams made the biggest difference. I don't know. Yeah. I think Pope's Um, good. Very good. You know, I think there's there's a decent gap between Pope and, say, Mendy. Or... And even yeah. at the moment, better than De Gea, better than Lloris, better than Leno. That's obviously why I've put them higher. But, like, I just... I'd really enjoy if he left Burnley. And I'd really enjoy him in the England team if he can actually get in it over Pickford. It's down to you, Gareth. If you're listening, please put Pope in. But, uh, you know, I just want to see something else, really. Like, obviously, he's very good because of what everything he's achieving with Burnley. I just I don't think he's as good as the other four. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got Pope in right, fourth. Okay. So we've got. Uh, oh right, hold on, carry on. No, carry on. Um. So, but I I think I just think he's such a the most important player for Burnley. Yeah. Um, he's so so could, something that England could need, but right, his distribution is not it's not exceptional. It's not bad, but it's, it's not not the greatest thing, which Southgate obviously yeah. wants. But do we need it? We've got players that can play. We'll have the ball for the majority of the time against most teams that we play. <laughs> we do need that. Yeah. So, so uh, but he, from from crosses and from set pieces, he's such a commanding keeper. Like I said earlier, that's such an important trait. He'll come and get it and he'll let you know and he, and he won't yeah. drop it. He um, seems probably one of the more steadier ones, like the most reliable at the moment. Probably. Yeah. He's made two errors leading to goal this season, which, which in fairness, is more than Martinez. Yeah. Um, is is one of the highest in the league, but um, but there's only a few on two, two and one. But his save percentage is the is highest is the highest save percentage in the league, um, which is eighty point five percent, which is ridiculous for the amount of shots he's gonna he's gonna be facing. Yeah. Um, it's the seventh most shots in the league that he's facing, which is similar to Martinez. It's about 0.15 difference, and the same with the the goals he's conceded to Martinez is about it's, it's less than 0.1. So the shots and the and the goals he's conceded to Martinez are very similar. Um, but he's about two percent ahead on his save percentage, and his uh, he's just ahead on his saves that he's expected to make over the goals yeah. that he concedes. Um, but yeah, he's he's. I, I think he just keeps Burnley in so many games. The only thing I would say against him, which maybe would change my mind, to put Martinez ahead yeah. of Pope, 
Um, Because I was really on the fence for these two. I I think they're both absolutely quality keepers. Um, Both do perhaps different things better. Um, The only thing I would say against Pope is he's probably got not a better defence than Villa ahead of him, but he's got um, a a team that's set up to defend and limit limit their opponents to shots from outside the box. So so perhaps he doesn't have to make so many one-on-one saves. Um, But nothing nothing against that. He's definitely got that in his locker as well. but yeah, that was M- Martinez and Pope were my four and five, and and I was pretty set that those two would be there. But I, I would be would be happy to put um, Martinez ahead of Pope. And that's interesting, right? Because I've put Martinez in third, meaning that okay. I've put Schmeichel in fourth. I presume we'd probably have the same top two. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, we don't. We... Oh, oh god! I know no. what's coming. <laughs> um. <laughs> I've put Schmeichel in fourth. Um, we're really getting to the stage now. I think fifth and above is guaranteed that all of these keepers are world class. You know, they could easily all go across Europe and play in most teams, really. But I think that Martinez has had the best season, so I put him in third. Uh, who have you gone for in 16th? Uh, I have gone for McCarthy. McCarthy, right? Yeah, and this, this is a tough. This is, I feel like, like I said earlier, it's, it's very unlucky. Like in that Man United game, you look at the goals, you just can't, you can't save them. Like he, he's just con- he's conceded the nineteenth uh, most um, goals per ninety that he's played, um, which is obviously not great. His save percentage is the worst out of anyone in the league. But I just feel like the goals he's conceded, like I, he hasn't made that many. In fact, on he's not made any errors leading to goals. It doesn't mean he hasn't made, hasn't conceded goals that he should have saved. But I just feel like he's had an unlucky season. I think last in usual quality, and in the, the start of this season when he was uh, when Southampton were at the top half of the table, he was he was one of the reasons. Um, but the defense has, in in general, has fallen apart a bit of recently, and. Um, as of Southampton, and I think his form has dipped with it, but I don't think he's the sole cause for the dip in form as to why he's only 16th and not lower. Yeah. Uh, well, I have gone for Darlow here. Okay. Obviously, he's doing something right because he's keeping Dubrovka out of the team. Yeah. Last season was probably... Probably one of the better keepers, I'd say. Like he seemed to be very integral to the in uh, Newcastle side. Yeah, and I think a lot of the fans really like both of them. Because... Yeah, I think it's it's great when because Dubravka obviously got injured and Dada's come in, and that's that's the when you're a keeper, that's your only chance of really getting in the team is is when in, when someone gets injured. So now that. Dubravka's back and Darlow's still in the team then he's done his job and he's he's kept his place right isn't he yeah I think though like you say he is um, no way immune to making occasional errors like big boy errors and the other day I don't know what the flipping dive he was trying but he just seemed to jump forward Uh, it was a strange one it was but you know there's just again Better keepers. Yeah. Um, he seemed I'll, really good though at the start of the season. Yeah, I, I think it's just one of those 
I'll go. My fifteenth is Gaeta, so uh, and I assume yours is. Uh, wait, who is yours? Who is mine? Johnstone. Uh, yeah, Johnston. Yeah, so we've like like we've, like we've all our bottom five. Like I was saying earlier, it's sort of like uh, that's sort of like your relegation zone of keepers. Uh, yeah. Because sort of. um, all, as although they're in a different order, they're all the same keepers. Yeah, I presume bottom, bottom six so. areas really that all the keepers are in. Like, in all honesty, some these keepers have all had moments where they look the best out of the lot of them. Yeah. And then some of them have had moments where they just look pants. Yeah, definitely. Out of all of them. Um, but I think when you're playing against teams like City, Liverpool, Arsenal, United, like the top six, you know, even Leicester, well, not even Leicester, Leicester deserve to be in, considered in the top six. Don't know why I said Arsenal before them. No offence, Arsenal fans. But, you know, the attacking threat that comes from some of the other teams in the league, these guys have a lot to do, especially with some of the shakier defences in front of them. Yeah. And realistically, the real smashings of the season are, what, 9-0 United, 7-0 Liverpool, uh, just against these keepers, really. We put in um, Adrian down there, then. He, he's got to be bottom of the pile. I think Adrian's probably... 20, 21st. No, I think he's lower, mate. He probably is actually. I'd rather have the Bravka, but you know, well, I definitely would rather have the Bravka. That's not even a question. But you know, like these guys, they're better than than some second choice keepers in the league. Yeah, but uh, you know, there's there's only so much you can do against some of the other players in the league, like you know, just the world beaters. Yeah, I agree. Right, shall we move on to 14th? Hopefully it gets a bit spicier now. Because Yeah, it's sort of out, out of the bottom six. We've had into the... the same six in our bottom six. So yeah. now we might want uh, to have, you know, people in the right position, uh, in the same uh, spot now. I'd say it's probably unlikely. I hope it, I hope it happens. <laughs> um, for 14th, I've got uh, Jordan Pickford. Guess what? We finally got one. <laughs> oh, That's great. Then. Lower. However, I don't think it would be fair after the season he's had. I think he's at times he's looked like an absolute brick wall, and at other times he's had an absolutely game. Yeah, I think he just. He's. I think I don't know if it's his concentration or the emotions just get the better of him. But sometimes, either he'll make a rash decision or the ball will just. He, he won't be strong enough with with wrists, and the ball will just go through him. He's made two mistakes leading to leading to goals. Yeah. Um, this season, um, and he- uh, his, his save percentage isn't bad. It's his ninth in the league, so it's sort of mid table. But I think, uh, yeah, he's just. You know, I just don't trust him, and he's he's never England number one for me. And we've both got uh, Pope obviously is above him in this table because neither of us have said him yet. So would you put Henderson above him? Uh, I probably wouldn't. I, I don't think you can play a keeper that hasn't had minutes really um, in in the league. I think that's harsh on Pickford, and and he's 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 capable of brilliance. Like we, 
we've seen it in, at times, but it's all too often that we he's capable of throwing one in his own net, which is the problem. Yeah, um, he's also been kept out of the team a couple games this season by Olsen, Swedish yeah. chap. Um, I think, like you say, he's just prone to errors some of the time, and also he snapped Van Dyke, which is another reason I don't like him at all. So to- oh, sure. that was no part in my decision. It wasn't in mine, but I just thought I'd chuck it in there just to show how, <laughs> how I'm not over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I think I, I think the rest of the keepers above him are just better. I don't think he's particularly great. I think if maybe you swapped Pickford with say. Uh, I don't know, even Ramsdale, someone who had a weaker defence, because Everton's defence is looking good at the moment, you know, yeah. compared to what they've had. How well would Pickford do compared to, you know, somebody else? Like, with the worst. Yeah, the only thing I think in, in uh, Pickford's favour is it, nobody can question his, his kicking his quality. And oh, we've, he's got we've seen kicking, that. But that's only half a job, especially when, you know, you need to save them, not get. But I think in, in a modern day keeper, that's that's something that you. That needs to be in consideration. It depends what you want in your keeper. Um, I think it depends how many mistakes you're going to make. It's like Pope's kicking is not as good as Pickford's, but the mistakes are going to more than make up for it. So also a shop stopper. Although uh, Nick Pope has made the same amount of errors leading to goals as Jordan Pickford this season, so yeah, it's just more more the the amount of times that he seems to miss, like lose concentration, and that the ball will go. He'll he'll be in saving distance of it, and it will just go under him or go go through him. Really, yeah. The, the first thing that comes to mind, lol, is a uh, Divocari a few years ago. He just seemed to have an yeah. absolute nightmare. I think that's where the whole T Rex arm sort of nickname came from. Yeah, but uh, he's not bad by any means, but he's probably not as good as the rest. And I I just want to make the point again: if you traded him with someone who had a worse defense, would Pickford be? Good, probably not, in my opinion. Yeah, well, he's been at Sun- he's been at Sunderland. So when they were down there, yeah, that's uh, Everton have had a few bad seasons. Uh, I think he was there under Allardyce. So he's he's no any manager that's come in. There's been a lot of managers recently for Everton. There's no one that's really uh, gone in and thought, right, I need a new keeper. So he's doing something right. And as much as we can argue it, he is England's number one at the moment. Like, yeah, 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 and for England, been pretty flawless. Yeah, I think so. I think, like you say, it just gets overly emotional some of the time. It needs to calm down a bit and just check. Yeah. All right, we'll move on then. Number thirteen, I think it is now. Yeah. Who have you gone with? I've got Meslier uh, in thirteen. It's starting to come through now. I've also got Melier. So. Oh, perfect. We can have a right. proper discussion instead of having to say half of it. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think uh, he's. If if you look at five years time, there's he'll be, well, he, he's in terms of his potential, he's got that. Um, he's twenty. He sort he reminds me slightly of Pickford now that you, like you sometimes see him uh, make a few uh, rash mistakes, like the one against Arsenal. But I think he just he just panicked and he didn't know what to do with the ball, so he, he just didn't do anything with it and Saka pinched it off him. Yeah, it was um, almost better play from Saka, really, than a massive, massive error. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's made two errors leading to goal, um, like Pickford. But I think that Leeds team has conceded the the 80th, um, 80th, 
the uh, second most shots on target per 90. So he, that's, um, the, yeah, so uh, he's conceding so many shots. Only West Brom concede more shots than Leeds. Um, but could that be done? And yeah, yeah, of course it can. So that, but that's what I'm saying. Like he's got a lot to do. He's got to be constantly on the ball. Um, I think the inexperience, just because of how young he is, might be com- coming through. Really, like you say, he's well, he's 20 years old for goodness' sake. Uh, he's probably one of the best keepers in the world in terms of his age. Well, he probably is the best keeper in the world. I can't think of any other young. Yeah, for for a keeper at 20 to be starting in the Premier League, that's. Not no easy feat, feat especially when there's Casilla, who I know a lot of Leeds fans despise. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, right, rightly so. so indeed. But he is got a long way to go to get anywhere near the top. But I think he probably will get nearer the top if we were to do this in a few seasons' time. Just when he's had a, you know, when he's had a bit of time to get some proper experience. Like it's his first full season in the Prem. Especially yeah. for Leeds, must be a lot of pressure after their 16-year wait, really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe maybe at his age, he's benefiting from no fans in the stadium. It's not as much pressure as well. Yeah. So that could be helpful for him um, for your first season to just settle in. A lot of people think he... Uh, well, sorry, I think he was very unlucky with the, the Wolves goal. And I hope that hasn't affected too many people. Yeah, yeah. That's just one of those things I'm sure most keepers have had. And own goal like that. It's just you can't do anything about it, really. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go to twelve then. Um, this one might surprise you. It surprised me actually when I was looking yeah, at the stats. <laughs> um, I've got Patricia. You know what? It hasn't surprised me too much because I've only put him. Oh, oh, spoiler alert! I've put him in eleventh. Oh, okay. Um, who have you on twelve? I've got uh, Ariola. Oh, have you? Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, my my reasoning for Patricio was yeah. Before I was thinking right, he's was he was he in the Portugal squad? He must have been in the Portugal squad. He's or one, one of the Euro, one Euros. Um, so he's got that in his locker, and I, I think for Wolves, he's been solid. One one of those Portuguese players that just just uh, makes the team tick, and he's he's sort of set in that and. You don't need to change it. But looking at his stats, he's 18th in his saves compared to the goals that he was expected to concede, um, conceding 3.8 more than he's expected to. His save percentage is 15th. And in terms of the shots on target he has to face, it's not that many either. It's like he's not... Yeah, yeah. So he's not facing a lot of shots. um, But he... But... The percentage that he is saving of the shots is not the highest. So, no. yeah, I, I think he is a quality keeper. Um, yeah. At this stage, at this stage, all of these are really, really good keepers. Yeah, um, this is where it starts to get you know, like a lot of teams will have him. He's thirty-three, so he's getting on. I know it's different for keepers and everything, but you know, yeah, you need that experience sometimes for a keeper as well. I think that's quite exactly. Handy. Yeah, I agree, but I just think. I think he's a very good keeper. I, de- I definitely think he's dropped off over the past couple of seasons, especially when Wolves were first in the Prem, because, you know, you see some of the saves he used to pull off and be like, wow. I think he was also usually very good from a set piece. He was the kind of keeper you wanted then. 
Yeah. But he's definitely dropping off a little bit, which is why. But he's one of those keepers. There's quite a few in the, in the league that haven't made a direct error that's leading to a goal this season. He's one of oh, them. So... Place to the he's definitely a safe player. Yeah, you'd be happy with him in the net, wouldn't you? Um, I'll talk about Areola then. I actually yeah. felt bad putting him so low because I think he's probably Fulham's best signing that they've made uh, over the, well, the best signing they made over uh, the summer. I think, you know, obviously he's proved that he can play in big teams. He went, he was at Real Madrid, he was at PSG, but obviously they didn't put him in the sign lineup because majority of the time, Kaylor Navas was there, I think on both. Yeah. I don't know, actually, I think he got swapped, didn't he, for Navas or something? I don't know. But uh, he was obviously, you're not going to get in over Navas, you're not going to get in over uh, Buffon was there in front of him, I think, Courtois, you know. But since he's come to Fulham, he has sort of showed like why he's a good keeper because Fulham are another team who have a very poor defence. And he seems to be one of their better like chances of surviving almost, I think. Yeah, he's definitely one of those keepers. Like when you're looking at these top top half of the table keepers, when we go into you're looking at them. Do they keep you in games? Not just make the saves that you're expecting them to make. Do they actually save you from? Are they gaining you points really, or saving you I points? Think Fulham's defense is complemented by Areola. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, he's kept Fulham in games, like uh, like we said about Johnston, and I think he's. Honestly, one of their better players this season. Yeah, like yeah I said definitely. I feel bad putting him so low, but I'm I'm a big fan of Patricio, <laughs> as you know. Okay. So, so was Patricio? So, where was Ariola? Uh, Twelfth, and then Patricio's eleventh. Okay, I've got Fabianski Ooh. in eleventh. Um. And I, he's just, he's one of those ones for me. He's just a reliable, safe pair of hands. You can trust him. He's not going to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But just looking at his stats, it's pretty much everywhere you go. For, for me, for the, for the four I've done, he's 11th, 12th, 12th, 10th. So he pretty much just sits in the middle. But like I said, he's just reliable. It's four he times. Does... You say you've huh? done this four times? Four times? No, for the four stats oh, that I've got to keep. <laughs> and this four um, times. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's, he's just consistently in the middle of everything. He, he's solid. He won't let you down. But I just don't think he's on that next level of really top keepers. Yeah, so. I agree completely. I think Fabianski's solid, uh, like you say. I've, I've put him in 10th, so we might as well move on with that. So I can talk yeah. about that. Um, I think last season... He struggled a bit because of West Ham's general, you know, lack of defensive uh, quality. But since David yeah. Moyes has been given the opportunity to start the season, he's brought in a few decent players like uh, Kufol and Sushek, people to help out with the defence a bit. Well, obviously, because one of them's a CDM and one of them's a right back. But, um, you know, I think he's really flourishing this season. I think he looks one of the better keepers, really. Obviously, they're in what fourth now? I think they are. They yeah. they can't be doing too shabby, and I think he's really good keeper. Really, yeah, I agree. I think he is a, a solid keeper, and 
what yeah, one of those ones like I say you, you can yeah, rely on definitely it. reliable. I don't so so he's he's, he's tenth, tenth for, for me. Yeah. Okay, what, for me Ariola, I don't know. These three are really struggled to put in order. <laughs> I wonder who your third one is. I've got Mendy in tenth. Yeah. Um one of those ones is, again that I haven't seen enough of him, but I just think he his the hype when he first arrived, when he, he was getting clean sheets left, right, and centre, and still now he's getting loads of clean sheets. I don't think it's all down to him. Um, no, I think no. there's been a lot of occasions where we've we've seen mixes mix ups with him and, and defenders. He's given away a few penalties. Um, he's in terms of the goals that he's conceding per ninety seconds, so you can't can't fault him on that. But he's also um, only Edison has to face less shots than him, so he's not constantly on on the move. And then his save percentage is eleventh, um, and he was the one that's pretty much uh, spot on with the amount of goals that he's conceded. Is exactly how he should. It's zero point four, but that's fourteenth in the league. So he's not he's not saving Chelsea points um, by that goes, or at least if he saves them in one game, he'll be conceded in uh, one that he maybe should save or do better with in another game. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's a solid keeper, but I, I don't think he, he's a world beater, and I don't think he's a top top six in the league. Even maybe, maybe he could be a top six keeper, but that doesn't mean he's the one of the t- top six keepers. Yeah. If that makes uh, sense, I've put him in ninth, so I'll I'll I agree that he's around mid table in terms of uh, the quality of goalkeeping. Um, like you say, I think he was overhyped when he first arrived. I think he had like four clean sheets in a row or something. But, you know, when you've had Kepper in goal, anybody would look good, really. Uh, no, to yeah. Kepper, because he's better than me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like like you say, since since he sort of started to drop off that hype, he's just looked very average, really. Uh, don't think he's bad by any means. Like, some of the time he's had a great game. But then some of the time he's just like, like you say, he's given away a few penalties. And he makes a few mistakes now and then. And like you say, they don't face that many shots in terms... Well, the second, did you say, for least shots faced? Yeah. So there you go. Like Chelsea's defence could be helped... Well, are obviously helping him out big time. I just don't think he's as good as the rest of the keepers on the list at all. Seems reliable, but I think he's average at most. Yeah. And hyped up. I agree. Okay, so I put Martinez in third, and I've put Schmeichel in fourth. Okay, why is why is Schmeichel fourth for you? Um, I honestly just think that Martinez is having probably the best season out of any keeper on this list, really, for what they're offering as a goalkeeper, and that's definitely influenced why I've put uh, him higher than Schmeichel. But just because just because of that, it doesn't mean in any way that Schmeichel's having a bad season. Because I also think he's having one of the best seasons in the league in terms of the goalkeepers. Um, I think Leicester have got probably the hardest job replacing him. Yeah, and I well, I didn't say it, but I think Pope could probably be maybe the one who could if they can afford him because you know probably yeah that's true a ton of money, <laughs> but yeah. um. Schmeichel's one of the older ones. I think he's even more likely to move on than Larice. 
just because of age. I think he's getting on quite a bit now. I don't know. But he is mental. He is like like what you like. He's a commanding force in the in the box. And I just think I'd feel very happy with him in goal. But some of the games he lets like he can let I think he lets in more goals than Martinez does. You know, and I think he's got a better defence in front of him as well. Well I well I know he has. Their, like, their goals against per 90 are very similar. Schmeichel concedes 1.08 and Martinez 1.13. Yeah, and I think with the with the uh, gap in quality in terms of defences, I mean, like, Villa have been very good defensively this season, I think. Shocked a lot of people in terms of how good defensively they have been. But Schmeichel's got some really good defenders in front of him. He's got Johnny Evans, who's arguably better than any Villa centre-back. Uh, Soyuncu, Fafana, Ricardo Pereira has been playing recently. James Justin was good. You know, like, I think he's got better options in front of him. And I just think for what they've got in front of them, I think Martinez looks stronger in terms of what he's got in front of him as an actual keeper. Like, Leicester have had games this season when they've let uh, multiple goals in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that Villa haven't, but. I just think Martinez is having a better season as a goalkeeper. But Schmeichel's got some flipping power in his wrists as well. Like some of the saves he stops, you're just like flipping heck. And also, he seems like a really nice guy. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> bit of a shot from I've got Allison in third. Right. Um, <laughs> and this is based off if you asked me this last season, you'll be top. And I know I can't base it off one season. Um, but this sort of is like a, a De Gea kind of thing. He's he's made more errors to goal, leading yeah. to goals than any other keeper in this in the Premier League this season. Um, only Kepper has made the same, which shows how poor Kepper's been when he's in the team because he he has um, he's not even played that much anymore. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, so. I think Allison has cost his team a lot of points. I think he struggled without another voice with him at the back, like a Van Dyke, to, to, to command the defence. I don't think he's as commanding as uh, Schmeichel or, or Pope. Um, no. I have put him ahead of Pope, but uh, obviously Schmeichel's ahead of him for me. Um, and, and just his stats across the board are, are relative. Obviously, the top keepers, their stats across the board don't look that good because they don't concede that many chances. But I yeah. just think this season... It, it's just not. It's not good enough. Um, it's too many silly mistakes, and it seems like it's, it's mistakes that affect him the next game. He's not able to just wipe it out of his mind like like I think the next two would be able to. Yeah. I think when when he gets a knock in confidence, like we've seen with the whole Liverpool squad this season, it really does affect him. Because even in that Leipzig game, I think I don't know what he did. But was that the Leipzig game after the Leicester game. Uh, yes, it was where he made where he made the mistake to come out and. Kick, kick it where Kabak was there. Yeah, that Leipzig had a chance in the first few minutes, and he he was he was shaky for that. So it's it's clearly he was playing shaky. on his mind. He was shaky the whole game. Yeah, uh, so I, I just think for that reason, I I can he's he's similar to De Gea for me that he yeah. uh, that he's he's capable of a mistake, um, and it really just gets in his head a bit. And, and we haven't seen that because Liverpool have been so strong since Van Dyke's coming at the back. But yeah. now, now we're now without him, we're realising that Allison's maybe not as strong as I as I thought he was last season, right? And that's why he's not in the top two for me. Okay, 
I think that's fair. Right. That is fair, definitely. Um, I've put Martinez at uh, third. Yeah. Primarily because I think, well, Alisson and Edison are a, a step above majority of keepers in the league. Uh, this is where I stop for Martinez. Primarily. Yeah, so who have you got in second then? I've got Alisson in second, so I've put, okay. I've put Edison first. I've, I've Whilst doing this, and like whenever I try to talk about Liverpool or players from Liverpool, I try to be as unbiased as possible. And if we, when me and Luke were discussing the rules of this, we said we've got to take everything into account. So previous seasons and this season. And I think overall, if you ask somebody with very little f- football knowledge, who they'd rather have. I think a lot of people would rather have Alisson than majority of people in this list. Probably a few would put him top. But based on this season alone is why I haven't put him at top. Yeah, I've watched Michael in second and, and prior to this season it wouldn't have been. But I think if you look at the past three, four, five seasons... Schmeichel doesn't probably doesn't drop out the top five. No, and and it's and if you look at the rest of that list, Allison like this season he, he's not in your top five this season. He's he's third for us overall as a keeper. Yeah, um, well for you, and and uh, but yeah, Schmeichel I think is one of those that you, he's the most trusted for me. He can put, he hasn't made any errors uh, leading to goals uh, this season, and I think he's just so consistent. Like you said, he's a he's a pretty, he's captain on the pitch. Um, even if when and as always, when Schmeichel, uh, Wes Morgan's not on the pitch, yeah. um, and, and I think he's he obviously got the Premier League in his locker. Um, was crucial for that, and I just think yeah, he's he's purely there for his consistency because I don't think there's a more consistent keeper. I, I can't ever remember. There's no there's no instant image that springs to mind of of him having an absolute shocker. Uh, no, I, I I agree that he's probably the most consistent on the list out of all these keepers that we've looked at. He's probably, well, no, he, he is the most consistent. But I just think overall, at the height of their powers, Alisson honestly might be the best keeper in the league. I think when if he was, as we saw last season and the season before that, I, I think he's probably the best keeper in the league. And if you'd asked me last last season, I'd have said the best keeper in the world. And then obviously Neuer turned up. Yeah, I, I think I think the thing is, because we've both obviously got Edison top. And if you look at Edison's stats, other than his save percentage, which is second in the league, only second to Pope, um, you, it, it just whoever's top of the league generally has a goalkeeper that everyone sees as absolutely the best. The best. Yeah. But that's because they're not conceding goals. It's, just, that's, um, it's really hard to judge. Like you said, last season it would have been Alisson, um, but now Man City are, are the team at the top and they're not conceding goals. Yeah. Edison's not got a lot to do, but when he when he's called upon, he's there. And it's It's difficult. It, it, if you replace most of... You could probably put Darlow in the Man City team and Maybe and they lose a few points from it. They they don't. Yeah, but they'll probably still be top. I think like you're um, trying to say Edison is a better keeper than than like majority of keepers in this list. Yeah, but I just think right. If, but it's hard to say the impact that he makes on on the points that they score 
just due to the fact he has so little to do the majority of the time, similar to Alisson last season. I think with the whole Alisson Edison debate, it's very it's probably one of the harder debates to discuss. I think if if we were to go primarily off this season, I agree with you, Alisson probably wouldn't get in the top five. I think you know we've already named the other four in the top five deserve to be where they are, and maybe yeah. a case for I don't know Ariola. Ariola. You know, but I just think when Allison isn't in the team, even if Van Dyke's there, people are are more worried about it. Yeah, yeah. You look at the Villa game as as prime example as that, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. I think Allison arguably is a better goalkeeper than Edison in terms of I think he's a better shot stopper. Yeah. He's he's all right from a penalty, not that Edison's actually penalty. Edison's probably quite good from penalties as well, actually. I've seen him save a few. And and I'd like to see him score a few soon, hopefully. <laughs> but um, I think Allison might be a better keeper than Edison in terms of at the top of their power. Not Like you say, I think Allison's really shaky at the moment. He's just lost all his confidence after what's been going on with um, the past couple of games. But Liverpool are having a really, really dodgy season in terms of what's going on defensively but when you see his name on the sheet you feel safer than when Adrian or Keller or however you say his name is in yeah just because Alisson is world class but Edison deservedly is the best keeper in the league at this moment in time in terms of everything yeah. he bring because he he might not be as good a keeper in terms of shot stopping as say Schmeichel, Martinez or Allison. I think out of the four, he's maybe one of the, maybe bottom half out of the four in terms of actual keeping. Not that he's bad by any means, but I think the others are better. Um, But what else he brings to the team is he's commanding, he's scary, you know, and he's very, probably, well, definitely the best keeper in terms of distribution. I think he's got more assist than any keeper, really. I think he's just, you know, like, and the City players, City club just love him. Pep Guardiola loves him, you know, not that anyone... I think the difference between Edison and Madison this season, really, um, is if if you put the ball at Edison's feet, the Man City players can turn and, and they don't need to worry about it. They'll know he'll do, he'll find someone. But if, at the moment, if you play a back pass to Allison. You- Everyone's just going to be like, right, what's he going to do? Yeah, I think that's that's completely fair. I think that's the most different this season, and that's why Edison Ed does it for me. Yeah, I, 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 well, I've agreed you. I've put Edison as the best keeper in the league. Definitely would feel more comfortable with him at, with the ball at his feet than any other keeper in this, li- in this list. Um, people have said he can walk into midfields in mi- most teams. Don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if you had to pick a goalkeeper to put outfield, it would be him in terms of all the yeah. league, despite Alisson having a, a dodgy season, even if he was playing well, I think you'd rather have Edison in your in your outfield. <laughs> um, yeah. I think he's just he's just been class this season. The only thing that I'd like to argue is if Edison was to go to a worse team, would he be like in terms of the, the defence in front of him, would he be as good as he is? Because it's no lie that John Stones and Ruben Diaz are probably 
well, the best defensive partnership in the league at the moment, especially. Yeah, that's just a, that's just that's the annoying thing about keepers. We can't know that. We will never. I'd love to I'm just put Edison in the Newcastle team and put Darlow in the City team and see if anything changes, but that's just never going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I just think, like, majority of people maybe would say that John Stones and Diaz and even Laporte, you know, they, maybe not Laporte, but they have a greater impact on how the defence plays. Cancelo as well, Zinchenko's picking up a bit. Well, yeah. You know, and if if... They had the season where they had no defence in terms... Well, actually, they had it a bit last season, didn't they? Uh, Laporte was injured for majority of the season. John Stones hadn't been revived. Ruben Diaz was still in Portugal. You know, Cancelo wasn't getting in the team. All this, all that. Yeah. They, Edison was probably one of the stronger players in defence. They were playing Fernandinho a lot, I swear. Yeah, Fernandinho and Rodri were pairing at some point. Mm, I think, like most people, a lot of people are talking about Liverpool's injury crisis, but I think City had one last season, I think it's fair to say. Maybe not as bad because of the impact Van Dijk has. Like, Yeah. But I just think Alisson is, is probably a better keeper than Edison. Uh, but Edison's being a lot better at the moment and there's not a massive gap. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Obviously, the we are lucky because we can see who would you rather have because they both play for Brazil and Alisson does get in the team above Edison, but I could see that changing if things don't turn around for Liverpool, which it doesn't seem like they will because Henderson is out for 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that was a, a very good discussion. Um, if anyone's listening still, uh, please uh, let us know. We got uh, at the at the corridor pod on um, Twitter. Uh, message us. Uh, tell us why we why we're wrong or why we're right. Maybe it was a bit of praise. Took a long time. Um, and, yeah, we'll 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 read you out. We'll give you a shout out. We'll we'll give you a, a sponsor. If do you know what the first person that messages on Twitter that we don't know. We will name we'll name the uh, prediction segment after it'll be that at whatever your Twitter name is predictions. Ooh, I like that. So that and that'll be forever, even when we're millionaires. Even when we're millionaires. <laughs> so please, please do. We that. got okay. Three. On on to those predictions. We got four twenty Adam. in the same positions. Wow, but they were pretty close in in terms of we the had blocks. our blocks. We had our blocks. We had the same top five, and then six to eight was the yeah. same. 9 to 14 was the same and 15 to 20 was Indeed. the same. So that's quite impressive, I think. Yeah. Um, on, on to the predictions then for this yes. weekend. Still still yet to see about the, the Champions League games. I'll probably uh, post this tomorrow rather than tonight. Um, so we will we'll know about most of them there. Uh, the first one of the weekend, we'll, I'll go for Leeds okay. Villa. What are you thinking? I've gone for a 2-2 draw. However... Ooh. This so this is critical if Grealish plays. Uh, so if it, so, is this with him or this without? Is with him. him. If okay. he doesn't play, Leeds will win. I reckon. Okay. Well, but two two's locked. Two two is locked in for now. So please play. I, I've gone for a three one to Leeds, assuming Grealish doesn't play. Yeah. Um, 
But either way, I can see Leeds getting a strong result out of this. Um, I, I don't think Villa have got the strongest of defences. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can see Leeds at home as well on that pitch that everyone's talking about at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm going for a Leeds win. Um, so, yeah. I think Leeds and Villa are probably two of the teams that people are watching the most of this season in terms of, you know, yeah. not in the actual top six, not in the traditional top six. Like, I think they're just two very exciting teams at the moment to be watching. Definitely, You've gone off that Grealish won't play. I've somehow decided that he will play. I'm not sure. I'm not a physio. I don't work at Villa. But if I think if he... Check, check the fantasy football. Uh, you might be able to find out. I assume there's a lot of uh, problems with that. Also, Barcelona... They've been banned, apparently. Have they? Yeah. It's also 3-0 to Barcelona. Just check that in. Okay. Well, speaking of Barcelona, uh, the next prediction is Whoa. Sevilla at home to Barcelona. Whoa. Um, I've gone for 2-1 to Sevilla. To yeah. oh, oh, yeah, so might be the first yeah. time we've ever. That's an answer. I think we've both tried to try to go for a bit of a surprise. Not that much of a surprise this season, but um, yeah. Now you said that, my my mind instantly wants a home fight. Now Barcelona will definitely win it now, but I'm not changing it really yeah, now. So. Um. Okay, yeah, but yeah, so Barcelona in the best of form. Severe, severe, looking good. Uh, could one of, all of these games that we've got could really go either I way. I don't know. They seem to be doing all right against the smaller teams. Like they won five. Was it five one or five nil or something the other day? Winning three yeah. nil right now, but they're, they're against the smaller teams. Uh, they came up against PSG, got absolutely smashed. Then they then they play somebody yeah. else and drew. Like, oh, yeah, I can't even say they're doing well against the smaller teams because they just drew to whoever's 19th, didn't they? Like, it was one, yeah. And then now, I don't know, I just, Sevilla are looking good as well, just to check that in. Yeah. They've got a good chance of still staying in the Champions League. They've only got one goal down, aren't they? And I think that was their away leg as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. But Sevilla are probably one of the six exciting teams to watch in. La Liga at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on to what the basically what I like to consider as the teams that are going to replace each other as your traditional top six soon enough. So it's Leicester versus Ooh. Arsenal. Um, what have you I've gone, gone for? Three one to Leicester. Oh, interesting. I've gone for one all. Um, both teams with Europa League games, big Europa League games as well. Neither of them can rest players for this one. Um, they, they're both going to have to go all out. Uh, both both games are level, I think. They both might even be nil-nil, yeah. actually. Um, so both may have tired legs, um, which is sort of what I've gone for. Sort of, it's going to be a poor game, in my opinion, a one-all. Um, yeah, not the best of games. And I, I can just see both teams be happy to settle for a point. Yeah, um, I've gone... 3-1 to Leicester because I think they're just running away with their, you know, uh, attacking option at the moment. They just seem incredibly attackingly. And Arsenal aren't doing yeah. the best. Uh, I know they beat Leeds the other day, but I think they played after that, didn't they? City, yeah, they lost to City 1-0. And they just didn't really seem to get going attacking-wise. It seemed pretty boring after... The first 10 minutes in terms of the whole game so 
you know. But I think Leicester will probably just come out from the blocks, maybe even go 1-0 down, I don't know, and then just turn up. They did it against Liverpool. And uh, I'd like to see what happens in that game. I think Vardy's running the show at the moment. Harvey Barnes looks great. James Madison does. You know, they just seem solid wherever you look. And they've also had quite a few injuries this season. So, fair play. Okay, then uh, Chelsea United, uh, big game in the in the race for well, you'd say top four and second, even Manchester United. Yeah, what have you gone for? Well, I've gone for a one nil United win for there. Uh, Ollie's going to inflict uh, two shots first. Uh, loss think? upon him. I've gone two yeah. all again. <laughs> oh, okay. Lots, Lots of goals. goals. You know me. I'm I'm a big goal person, but. Um, think Chelsea are doing very well at the moment. I think they look shaky. If you'd have asked me this before last night, I think I would have probably said United win. But Chelsea beat Atletico yesterday, which I think will give them a massive boost. If you go yeah. away, I know it wasn't at the uh, it wasn't in Madrid, was it? But I think yeah. if you can go away and beat probably the most defensive team in Europe, maybe in Madrid, Simeone yeah. is a, regarded as a very defensive coach. I think that's a massive boost. And United have seen shaky the past couple of weeks. Fair to say. Yeah, you just don't know what's going to turn up for United, really. But you know, they seem they're a big, they seem pretty big game team at the moment. So, yeah. Again, we'll see. Only benefit for United is they've got Sociedad on or Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's a game that they can they've they've already won it it's pretty much. Up, so, uh, you know, uh, Chelsea have have gone and had a, a tough tough day out in I think it was Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, Man United can rest their players quite yes. happily. Okay, last one is uh, Roma Milan. Uh, Milan obviously offered a big defeat to Inter at the weekend. Do you think they're going to bounce back? No, I think they're going to lose 3 2. Yeah. Um, I've also gone that Milan are going to score two. Yeah. But I think Roma aren't going to score at all. Okay, so Milan is what I'm saying. Just because. Okay. Uh, Roma drew nil nil in the week, I think, and they've got to play in the Europa League as well, haven't they? Uh, I think yeah. they're playing Praga. I think it might be. Yeah. I just think that they've been all right recently. Well, they've been good recently, in all fairness. But I think it's got to stop at some point. And I think Milan will be looking to bounce back. Um, and I can just see, you know, Roma struggling a bit. And Milan pulling out on top. Okay. Well, that's everything done. That is. Um, yeah, let us know. Like I said on, on Twitter, please, please. please uh, if anybody's listening, and if anyone's listened and got to the very end, then that's a great job. The magic um, word is anchor. Uh, Olivier, Olivier Giroud. Giroud is the magic words. Um, but yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening 
uh, and we will be back again with the weekend roundup on Sunday. Yeah. See ya.